Hello, and welcome to Ask the Treasure. This is your opportunity to get some questions answered that you might have about your property taxes. I'm Don Calavini. I'm with the Cuyahoga County Communications Department, and joining me with the answers to your questions is our treasurer, Brad Cromas. Brad, thank you. Good morning, Don. Good to be here. Thanks. Uh, if you have any questions, you'll want to submit those as a comment on whatever social media platform that you're watching this event on. And you can also email your questions to us, communications at cuyahogacounty.us. So let's just start with some of the most frequently asked questions that you get this time of year. The deadline's coming up for people to pr- pay their property taxes. Tell us about the deadline and, and how they can pay. That's right. Yeah. Thanks again for uh, for having uh, me on here today and to have the opportunity to talk to folks about what we're doing. Um, our tax deadline is February 15th, which is next Thursday. So we're one week out from today. Um, people will have until 6 p.m. that day to pay their property taxes. We're going to be open early also um, to give some extended time on the day itself. Um, we're also for the first time this Saturday, February 10th, going to have extended hours here at the County Administration Building in downtown Cleveland. Um, we'll be open from 8.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Um, on Saturday as well to of folks who can't come during the work week an opportunity to come in and pay their taxes. So trying in, to expand in person, in, in person, right. Yeah. Trying to expand the options that are available for folks to come pay in person. So um, when you come to our office, you can pay over the counter in person. We have a kiosk you can use to pay by check or credit card, or I'm sorry, check or cash. Um, credit card is an option at the office as well. Um, we have a drop box here at the County Administration Building if you'd prefer to not wait in line. Um, and then we also have options to pay online, by phone, um, at some of our remote locations throughout the county, which I know we're going to talk about in a minute. So we try to make as many options available to pay for folks as we possibly can. If somebody's coming in person, it really helps the process if they bring some things with them. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're intending to come pay your property taxes in person, it helps if you bring a copy of your property tax bill with you, um, obviously your form of payment. And if you're paying with a check or a money order, if you can make sure that your parcel number is included on that check or money order, um, that'll really help us in expediting the processing of that payment and getting it posted as soon as possible. When somebody pays online, um, people should know that there is a fee for that electronic payment just for that servicing fee. Right. So online or by the f- or over the phone, uh, we have a company that we use to do that process, and there is a fee that they charge. None mm-hmm. of that comes back to the county, so it's right. important for folks to know that. Um, but electronic checks are free, which is great, um, and I think more people should take advantage of that. Um, if you're paying with a debit card, there is a flat fee of $2.95 that's associated with that. And if you're paying with a credit card, it's 2.3% of the total transaction cost. So um, a couple of different options there, depending on what's most convenient, what you're most comfortable with. And again, we um, give you some satellite locations to pay your property taxes in person. And I think a lot of people don't know enough about that. So tell us about the places that they can pay that aren't necessarily the county administrative building. Yeah, thanks for for the opportunity. So there are two that are partner locations for us in Cuyahoga County that I think are somewhat unique to this community. Um, Folks can pay their property taxes by dropping off a payment at any auto title location around the county. Um, Also, KeyBank, which is our main banking partner, offers the opportunity for folks to go pay at KeyBank branch locations. Um, That deadline is today. Um, We have one week ahead of time so that all of the payments that are received at branches can be processed centrally and then sent to us by our tax payment deadline. But um, if folks can get to a key ban- branch before they close today, that's another option. And those are scattered, you know, all over Cuyahoga County. So there's really great opportunities there to, to take advantage of. And I know the questions are starting to come in, but I think it's worth mentioning just one more time that new this year 
you've decided that the office will be open on Saturday and some other extended hours. Why did you decide to make that decision? Yeah, so we really want to make it as convenient as possible for folks to pay their property taxes. We know that that can be a stressful thing to do, um, can be a stressful period of time, and often it's harder for folks to get to us during the week, um, you know, whether they're working or whatever it might be. So we're extending those hours on Saturday um, from 8.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. to give people the chance to come pay on a weekend, and also on the due date itself, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. to give folks a little time before and after work to get in and make their payments. Uh, you're listening and watching Ask the Treasurer with Cuyahoga County Treasurer Brad Cromus. If you have a question, submit a comment. Um, we're live right now, and you can also email your questions to communications at cuyahogacounty.us. Mary M. from Facebook um, said that she hasn't received her bill in the mail yet. And of course, with the deadline coming up, that's concerning. So what are her next steps? Yeah. Thanks, Mary. Great question. Um, if you haven't received a bill in the mail yet, what I would encourage you to do is to call our office. Our phone number is 216-443-7400. You want to make sure you use option one when you call. That'll get you directly to the treasurer's office. Um, and you can ask for us to mail you a physical copy of your bill. We will do that. Um, the other option you would have would be to go online or to make a phone call to our 1-800 payment number um, and utilize that uh, that service as well. You can get your payoff amount from there and make a payment directly through that option. So either one of those would be the thing that I think makes the most sense at this point, given where we are. Okay. And Rhonda from Mayfield Heights had sent in an, an email inquiry. Inquiry. Taxpayers um, always have concerns about delayed billing in general. Um, this is something that your staff, I think, has also mentioned to you that it's come up when people are coming in to pay. So with delayed billing, um, why did the tax bills come out so late this year? And I know there was a change in the deadline um, that's new. And I think, you know, there's just a little bit of uh, balance there that, that we need to address. Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for the question. Um, we made the decision to move the tax payment deadline back to mid-February this year for a couple of reasons. One um, is that we wanted to afford our taxpayers the most opportunity to pay that we possibly can. Um, under state law, we're required to give people 20 days to pay their taxes, but we really want to make sure that people have a meaningful opportunity beyond that deadline if we're at all able to provide one. So we extended it back to February 15th. Um, we also noticed that our production has taken a little bit longer in recent years for a variety of reasons. There are a lot of inputs into that process. Um, so that, uh, that shift kind of aligns our deadlines more with what our actual practices are. And then the other thing is a lot of our neighboring communities where we have overlapping school districts, um, which is where the vast majority of property tax bills um, go, the, the money in the property tax bill goes to the right. school district, um, have February payment deadlines as well. So it aligns us with our neighbors. Um, in addition to the things I'd already mentioned. But first and foremost on that list um, is giving people as much opportunity to pay as we can. Is there going to be a change in the second half payment deadline? The second half payment deadline will continue to be the third week of July. Mm -hmm. um, and this change to the first half, we're going to make permanent. So that's another shift I think people probably should be aware of. Um, the third week or so of February is going to be the target um, for all future billings from the Cuyahoga County Treasurer's Office. So if you're making plans for next year's tax payments, um, you want to keep that in mind. We are still going to afford people the opportunity to pay before the end of the year. I know a lot of taxpayers like to do that to take advantage of income tax benefits that can redound from that. Um, so that's still an option. Um, all of our online billing and what have you should be available well in advance of the end of the year still. 
Um, and we're happy to help people in that way too. So, okay. Yep. Uh, from X, we have a question from Laura who says that she has paid the first quarter and wants to know, apparently it hasn't shown up yet and she wants to know about showing up. And you were talking about some of the processes that lead to, you know, the timeline for that. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Laura. So one of the things that happens um, if, if you're paying online, particularly or by phone, it takes a little bit of time for those payments to process through uh, the clearinghouse and then to hit our accounts and to hit your accounts. So we try to say that that's a five to 10 day window, depending on what, who your bank is, you know, which which channel of payment you elected to use. Um, so I would recommend that you check back with us and make sure that you're checking your bank account regularly over the next five days or so. If you don't see a payment post in five days, you might want to give us a call and then we can look into it a little further. And if somebody mails their payment on the 15th, so they've got the postmark of the 15th, but um, is there a chance that there could be some kind of, of late notice on their account if your payment in the interim? Yeah, it's a great question. So if your payment is posted by the postmarked by the 15th, we'll consider it timely whenever we receive it. Mm -hmm. um, so what matters is that you get it to the post office and postmarked by the U.S. Postal Service uh, by the 15th. A private meter won't do that for us. So just as a point of caution, um, if you tend to do your mail that way, um, you might want to think about going to the actual post office to make the payment. Um, but we have uh, a change that we're shifting a little bit on the way that we do penalties also in our office to, again, be as friendly as we can to people, give people opportunity to pay. Um, so we're going to give a period of time after the 15th for bills to arrive um, and um, penalties won't be assessed until after that that period closes. So the council is get your payments in by the 15th, um, do everything you can to get them in the mail and in the door. Uh, but we are going to be uh, conscientious about things like you mentioned, transit time as we as we go to process those. Sure. And do people ever use certified mail? Yeah, they do. Yeah, I got oh. a piece of certified mail just yesterday that someone sent um, over overnight to us. So um, if that makes you feel comfortable, that's great. We're happy to sign for it. Um, typically, the U.S. Postal Service does a pretty good job and you can rely on them. But um, however you choose to make your payment, we're happy to take it. Okay. Uh, Tom, uh, no, Tony from Facebook. Sorry about that. Uh, can you please explain the process for homestead exemption if you just turned 65 this year? Since taxes are one year behind, um, do I have to wait until 2025? So if somebody's turning 65 this year, we can talk about the homestead exemption overall, but then specifically for Tony turning 65 in 2024? Yeah, that's a great question, Tony. So the homestead exemption process is managed by the real property office in the county. So you're going to want to contact them to start an application and they'll walk you through what the qualifications are for that. Being 65 or older is one of those. Um, there's also an income limitation. Um, they do not look at social security. So I know a lot of people often think, oh, I don't qualify because I make more than, you know, let's say $39,000 a year. I think it is this year. Um, and so security benefits, um, um, that's excluded. So it's over and above your social security. So um, they're really the experts in that. I would encourage you to contact Real Property and they can walk you through what eligibility looks like for you. And those limits are set by the state. They change every right. year, right? Yeah, those, stat those are, are limits that come from the state. You got it. There are some other um, exemptions. Uh, military exemption. Can we talk about those? Yeah, absolutely. So our office actually an, under state law has the capacity for folks who are active duty. So whether you happen to be a National Guard serving active duty or active duty and, and out of the area um, to give people the opportunity to defer payment on their property taxes until they're back um, 
back stateside or back in the local area. Um, so if you happen to have someone in your family who's in the military or you're actively serving yourself, you can contact us and we can do a military deferral for you. Um, it's a great service for military families and we want people to take advantage of that if they're eligible. Okay. Thanks for joining us. This is Ask the Treasurer with Brad Cromus, our Cuyahoga County Treasurer, answering your questions live. You can submit a question in the comments or email communications at cuyahogacounty.us. We have uh, from Devin on Instagram if asking you if you could just explain what easy pay is. This is a, a payment process, and um, I think people should learn more about it so they can take advantage of it because it can be very helpful. Yeah, thanks, Devin. We really like e easy pay a lot in our office. Um, what easy pay is is an installment payment program um, that lets people take what can be a very big, difficult-to-pay uh, bill and break it into smaller pieces that more align with what other bills are for things like utilities and that kind of thing. Um, so to sign up for easy pay, you would contact us either over the phone or you can find information for easy pay on the treasurer's website at cuyahogacounty.gov um, backslash treasury. Um, but the, the upshot of how the program works is that there are a couple of different options people can take advantage of. Um, we can pay, you can pay annually, um, you can pay twice a year or you can pay monthly. Monthly is the, um, best of those options because it's the smallest amount. Um, and then you also have the option to pay with a coupon, a paper coupon, or via bank withdrawal, something we're calling auto pay. Um, we recommend people take advantage of auto pay for a couple of reasons. One, it's really convenient and it makes um, the I forgot thing harder to do. Um, and two, if you sign up for auto pay and monthly installments, um, you can take advantage of interest earned on those payments as a reduction in your taxes. So taking advantage of auto pay helps actually reduce your overall bill just a little bit. Um, we think that's something that's pretty exciting and that I think a lot of people should take, should take advantage of or consider taking advantage of. Yeah, even a fractional, you know, little Every bit little of bit help. helps. Yep, you got it. <laughs> All right. Um, we also have a question from Rita from Mayfield Heights who wants to know, how will I know if my online payment was submitted? So good question, Rita. If you've made an online payment, um, our vendor will uh, populate a page that shows up at the end of that transaction that says... Um, basically, congratulations, your payment has been processed, right? So you should look for that. You should also look for an email in your email inbox that confirms that the payment was submitted. Um, so those are kind of the two flags that the transaction was uh, was accepted by their system, right? Um, so that's step one. The next step then is to, again, watch your bank account to make sure that it processes through completely. Um, occasionally, there are issues where, you know, for whatever reason, the bank can't find that checking account or something happens on the back end during that five-day window, you want to make sure you're paying attention to that um, just in the event that something happens. So just keep an eye on it. But that's those are kind of the two pieces that I would recommend you you, you think about. Um, and I, I use that system myself to pay my property taxes recently. So uh, that's it's, it's, a, it's a good system. You just have to make sure that you're paying attention to it. We have a follow-up question from Tony on Facebook who asks, do I have to pay the first quarter of last year's taxes to get on easy pay? To get on easy pay, do you have to be current on your taxes? Um, typically, the answer to that question is yes. We want you to be current to sign up for any installment plan. We do sign up some folks for installment plans as part of our um, contract payment plans for tax delinquencies as well, though. Um, so if you're in a situation where you haven't paid a prior year's taxes and you're interested in taking advantage of easy pay, um, I would recommend you call our office. We can help you get set up on a payment plan for those delinquent taxes and then also for your current taxes going forward. Okay. Mike in um, Parma said he's got 
a parcel with abatement or um, a tax exemption that's still being billed for taxes. And so obviously got his bill, looked at it and felt like something wasn't correct on there. What's the next step for him? It's a good question. So again, this is a call our office moment, um, 216-443-7400, option one. Um, We're happy to talk through that with you a little bit and see if there's anything that we can determine on our side of that equation that maybe is happening. Um, The other thing that you might consider if it's an abatement that came from the city uh, is to contact your your local government and find out, you know, what's happening with that abatement. Um, One of the things we get a lot of calls about are special assessments um, for things like sewer and water or recycling, Um, you know, those are applied by local jurisdictions and then are billed as taxes. Um, so if you've got questions about what those numbers are, we're really not able to help you with that. You need to contact your local government. Sure. Yeah. Um, I guess this is a good time to talk about understanding your bill because it's something I know you're really passionate about, having taxpayers be informed about all the little details and nuances on the bill. What do you think, um, well, we talked a little bit about school districts, but, you know, it it shows you on there where the money is going, because I know that that's a question people ask a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of great information on the tax bill. Um, the, the part about where your taxes go is the thing I think probably most folks would want to pay attention to. Um, it's about halfway down the bill uh, on the right-hand side, and it breaks out um, the dollar amounts that are flowing to each of the political jurisdictions that are billing through the bill. Most of that's going to be your school district because of the way schools are funded in the state of Ohio. So usually it's 60 to 70% of the bill uh, is is school district. You'll also think, see things there like parks, um, Tri-C, um, County Health and Human Services, any of those things that are that are billed as property taxes will be shown there and it'll break out uh, what those look like. So that's a, an important thing to look for on your bill. Um, in that same kind of middle section on the other side of the bill on the left-hand column is how we calculate your taxes. And I think that's another thing that's interesting for folks to pay attention to. Um, it'll kind of show you step-by-step, step, you know, what your gross taxes should be, um, any reductions that you're getting. For instance, if you're on Homestead or you're an owner-occupant, um, there'll be a reduction that's posted there. And it kind of does the math for you on what the number is on the bottom that you actually end up owing us. So that's useful to know too. And then the back of the bill um, has just a ton of really helpful helpful, useful information, some from the state of Ohio, some from us um, on things like how to apply for homestead and the owner occupancy credit if you're not getting those, um, what our hours are for payment, options to pay, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, From Instagram, Zanira, thank you for submitting your question. You can submit your question as a comment wherever you're watching our Ask the Treasurer episode here. And you can also email communications at cuyahogacounty.us. Zanira asked if you have any advice or options for lowering a property tax, for, you know, having somebody, um, some advice for them to lower their property tax. Yeah, thank you so much for the question, Zanira. So, That's the thing that we get asked a lot. Um, The best options that we have to offer folks at this point are um, to contact real property. If there are exemptions that you're available or that are available to you or that you're eligible for, they can help connect you to those. Um, the most common are the owner occupancy reduction, which is a two and a half percent reduction if you live in and own your home. Um, so that's one that's worth looking into if you're a homeowner. Um, the, the homestead exemption, which we have discussed, is typically for seniors or those with disabilities, um, and that can give you a reduction on the valuation that's used to calculate your taxes. Um, it exempts a portion of that 
value from from taxation. So that's a piece that's worth looking at too if you fall into one of those two categories. Um, beyond that, I would recommend um, looking into our Easy Pay plan or an installment plan that can help divide the bill into easier to manage pieces. Um, and then if you're still looking for additional assistance beyond those things, uh, we do have partners. Um, Community Housing Solutions is one of those. Cleveland Housing Network, a number of others, um, ESOP. So if you want to call us, we can help connect you to, to housing resources that can help um, in some ways with reducing that burden too. Okay. Uh, Mike from Shaker Heights um, says he pays his taxes with his mortgage, so he wanted to know why he's still getting a bill. It's a good question. So a number of things can happen um, that can get you a a bill while paying a mortgage. Number one, you can request one. So I'm guessing Mike hasn't done that. Um, the other thing that you might want to pay attention to is if you've recently refinanced your bill um, or the mortgage was sold by your mortgage company to another mortgage company, which happens somewhat regularly, um, those kinds of transactions can trigger the bill to be sent to the homeowner instead of to the mortgage company. So um, you can contact us and we can see what we can do in terms of unpacking that a little bit. It may also be worth doing to contact your mortgage company to see um, if something happened on there and make sure that they're receiving that information so they can pay for you. So a refinance or if the mortgage was sold um, would trigger that bill being sent, but to the homeowner instead. And so then it's on them to make sure that the mortgage company realizes this is something that needs to be paid by the deadline. Or Absolutely. Yeah. And it's under Ohio law, it's ultimately always the taxpayer's responsibility to be aware of what the amount owed is and to pay it by the tax deadline. We do everything we possibly can to provide that information in a timely way, but um, it is something you want to make sure you're paying attention yeah, to. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it just happens. And yeah. uh, I, I can remember that happening in the past and I was just confused by it but I didn't get it back to the mortgage company and they had no idea and then you know, we got everything yeah. resolved. Well, and there's another, you know, service I would point out that happens in scenarios like this, and that's our penalty remission process. So if you were in a situation where your mortgage company was supposed to pay the bill, something happened and they didn't, um, and a penalty shows up or you got a late notice, we can process that for you and remove it under Ohio law. Um, we have the capacity to do that. And Almost always, I'm not going to promise always, always, but almost always if it's a case like that where it's just a simple error, um, we'll go ahead and remove that penalty for folks. So don't let that be intimidating or something that you're you know, worried about. We can help you out with that. Well, this is a great time then again to give the phone number for your office and also the email address for people if, you know, because this is a really busy time of year in your office. So we don't want them, you know, just hanging out on hold. Yeah, it absolutely is. So the phone number for our office is 216-443-7400. Option one is what gets you straight to the treasurer's office on that call tree. And then if you would like to email us, our email address is T-R-E-A-S comment at Cuyahoga County.us. That's Trej comment at, at Cuyahoga County.us. Uh, one of the questions that we got um, via email was uh, from somebody who's obviously a business owner and they say their bill's not available online, but they need to be able to use an online report to present um, to their accounts payable department for, for payments. And is that something that's common? Yeah. So typically this comes up from business owners or people who own a lot of parcels, um, you know, landlords, that sort sure. of entity. Um, yeah. We are working with our vendor to try to populate those bill images in the future on our website. So that's something that we're going to be looking at as a future reform and people can look forward to being able to uh, see those and, and, and review them in that way online soon. Um, but in the interim, if you have a lot of parcels that you need to do a payment uh, payment for and need sort of some sort of a visual proof of what those amounts do are parcel by parcel the best options to call us and we can get that to you or email us. Okay. 
or come in or come in. Yeah, that works too. Absolutely. Okay. Um, the first two are preferable just because that takes a little bit of time to produce those. So it's easier for us to do remotely uh, and then if we can do it and get then send it, it on. To yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you know, although foreclosure is not something that, you know, anybody ever wants to see and you all certainly don't want to see anyone in that position. Um, there are some issues that come up when property taxes are due. Um, what is your suggestion? If somebody comes in and they're really facing some financial hardships, how does your staff, who is amazing, everybody on your staff <laughs> yeah, is amazing, I think how, so too. how do they deal with that? Because it's a busy time of year and, um, you know, people come in and, and they're unsettled. Yeah. No. And I, you know, it's, it's, there's a conflict too in the work that we do between we the statutory duty we have to collect property taxes on behalf of the subdivisions in Cuyahoga County and the interest that we have in helping people stay in their homes and building vibrant, healthy communities, um, doing everything we can to make sure people are stable financially and on the path of financial wellness, right? So those two things are intention. Um, the way that we help people out with that is generally if you are in a foreclosure situation, um, you have up until uh, after after the sale, actually, a little bit of time to redeem that, so to pay in full. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to get you well before that point. We want to help. Uh, so, so let me just take a step back. If you're in foreclosure, um, you want to contact us as soon as possible and figure out if you're able to pay or not um, so that we can, you know, process that for you if we can or connect you to resources that are available to assist uh, if you're not able to. Um, However, if you're able to get to us before you're in a foreclosure situation, that's the ideal ideal situation. We can help get people on payment plans. Um, we have a lot of flexibility to do that within uh, within state law and, and, and the way that we uh, process delinquencies in our office. Um, if you're an owner-occupant, we can do up to 60 months on a payment plan. So whatever the burden might be, um, we have flexibility to right-size it so that you can pay that back tax amount, stay current on your taxes, and then, again, get on the path to financial stability. Okay. Uh, from Claire, uh, who's watching on Facebook, if I enroll in Easy Pay now, when will automatic withdrawals start for the second half of last year's taxes? So we're in that, you know, weird space of time where it's the deadline due, but you're, you know, still paying last year's taxes. So if somebody, you know, we talked about Easy Pay earlier, maybe that sounds like a great idea. How does that work out with the payments? Yeah, good question, Claire. So if you're on the monthly payment plan, uh, we do withdrawals on the 5th of every month, except for the deadline month when we do them a little closer to the deadline itself. So um, for this first half of monthly easy pay installments, we withdrew that last payment on January 18th, um, which was closer to the payment deadline. Something similar is going to happen in uh, the second half. So when you sign up, you'll get a letter from us explaining what those payment withdrawal dates are. The first of those was February 5th, so we've missed that one already. Um, So you'll just have one fewer installment payment to make um, between now and the July payment deadline date. Um, But the next one then would come out on March 5th. So Okay. Again, uh, thank you for joining us. This is Ask the Treasurer with Cuyahoga County Treasurer Brad Cromus. Uh, he is live. He is answering questions that are coming to us from our social media accounts. The property tax deadline is February or February 15th, yes, which ma'am. is a week from today. And um, we did have another question that came in. It was from Jeff Z, um, who was trying to talk about the assigned valuation of properties. This got a little complicated for me, but um, he says they're based on current market conditions. And so when a property is sold and the purchasing price is higher than the county's valuation, does that sold price become the new property's value or is it the the valuation price? Um, Because, you know, as you 
are aware, I'm sure, you know, the housing valuations have been going up. up and down. Yep, yep. So um, the appraisal process uh, is complicated. That's a good way to put that. Yeah. Um, the, the recent sales are the truest indicator of value in the appraisal process. So that is one thing that is taken into consideration when uh, when the county looks at tax valuation. Um, having said that, we are in what is called the sexennial revaluation year. So every six years, they do a deep dive on all the properties in community and see um you know, if values are current, how they're, if they're reflective of market conditions, those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. So starting in April, the fiscal office is going to be doing community by community meetings on the sexennial revaluation process. Um, So I would keep an eye out for those meetings. Um, Michael Chambers, our fiscal officer, and a number of of the staff from the office are going to be going out and talking to people about um, what that looks like for them, um, making people aware of what increases, likely increases are coming in their property values and then um, what that does to their tax bill. Uh, It's important to note that it's not always necessarily a dollar for dollar increase. So if I see my valuation go up by X dollars, that doesn't mean my taxes are going up by the same sort of amount. So just something to keep in mind. Um, But we're going to have those meetings from April through June. Uh, again, all over Cuyahoga County. So keep your eyes open for those opportunities. Okay. And I know it's frustrating for people, but the important part is that um, there's going to be a lot more outreach. We're going to be explaining it. It's not something that originates here. This is something that the Cuyahoga County is required to do. Yeah, by state law and in concert with the Ohio Department of Taxation. So I think one of the things that we do that's a real value is going out and being proactive about sharing that information in advance of when we're required to. Um, And the other thing I didn't mention that those meetings are going to do is give people a meaningful opportunity um, to do some some value contests. So if you think that the number on your house is way off, you know, we just missed something, um, we're going to have the opportunity at those meetings to, to start the process of getting that value looked at and potentially readjusted before it hits your bill. So that's an important uh, opportunity for people to take advantage if they can. Okay. Well, that sounds like a topic for a future conversation. I think you're right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But again, uh, thank you so much for for making time to answer questions live. And just like you to leave our residents with the most important things this time of year, a week out from the property tax deadline, what do you want people to take away from this? Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks again, Don, for the opportunity. So uh, just in closing, remember that property taxes are due February 15th. Uh, By close of business, we're going to be open extra hours for that purpose. So be open 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on the property tax payment deadline. We're also open extra hours this coming Saturday from 8.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. for the first time ever, so please come down and see us. We'd love to see you uh, and help you get your property taxes taken care of. Uh, And if you need to contact us or have any questions at any point, uh, you can call us at 216-443-7400. Option one uh, is the treasurer's office line or email us at T-R-E-A-S comment at CuyahogaCounty.us. In addition, you know, we talked about programs like Easy Pay and, and Auto Pay and just all the ways that you can pay places that you can pay in person that aren't necessarily our our building. So all of that is available on our website at cuyahogacounty.gov slash treasury. Ask the Treasure was produced by the Cuyahoga County Communications team. We thank you so much for joining us, for submitting your questions and comments. And if you've got a topic that you'd like us to offer on a future live event, you can email us anytime at communications at cuyahogacounty.us. 